With the eggs and grits between. You're getting inside of the ozone stomach with the eggs and grits between. <laughs> nah, I mean. What's up with the flavor in your ear? Welcome to the Ozone Podcast. I am your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with a special guest who's here with me every week. It's my <laughs> brother, the icons, Terry Miller. You know what I'm saying, son? <laughs> Word up, money. <laughs> Yo, life is good right now. Yeah, B. Imagine that. This is the East Coast edition, son, even though we're still in L.A. Tell you something, I just got back from overseas, and everybody in L.A. is complaining about how cold it is, and I tell you, it feels like a heat wave. I promise you. I haven't felt <laughs> Trust me 70. On this one. It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's bigly. It's, it's, it's 70 degrees, and I feel like it's 700 degrees. It's, man. It's not 70 outside. Well, it was I when I when I got here yesterday. Oh yeah, I yeah. think we rocking the sixty uh, with still, a coastal with a coastal eddy. Still, it's still still good thirty forty degrees hotter than anywhere else, and I love it. And you can <laughs> sign me up; I'll pay the high rent. And you know who else is going to have to pay some high rent? Who is the Golden State Warriors? Why is that? Because young Clay Thompson showed why he's the best player on that team. You mean that sixty point <laughs> sixty point effort in twenty nine minutes? Let's no. speak on that. That's nuts. That baby, that's nuts. <laughs> In the word of Doctor Sal, he dropped some bombs last night. Bro. Are you kidding me? You talk about the wet ball? They lost it on the bench. Oh, they lost <laughs> it. This is why that organization is dead right, though, is because there was no hate in any of that. Right. Them boys were pumped up. He put on a clinic out there. He could have scored hundred last night. You think? I think so. Twenty nine minutes. He goes on streaks like that all the time. Thing is, is is what the other thing you'd realize is that if he was the man. Like on any other team, he could probably average 30 a night. No question. Yeah. He plays great D, too. This is why I think he's the best player on the team, last year and this year. Ever since Draymond went on a kick fest, he decided to join the judo karate team. I I, I took him out of the top slot. (laughs) Nuts are us. (laughs) He's nuts. Yeah, so I I agree, man. uh, I don't know what that, why he goes that route, but he can go that route. (laughs) Obviously, he can. (laughs) And then has the nerve to complain about the league standards. (laughs) Right. Stop kicking people in the balls, Dre. What's happening, man? And the face. And all over. Wow. Anywho. But no, this kid, Clay Thompson, boy, oh boy. I mean, the Thompson family, them boys Solid. know how to play sports. Solid. Father did a great job. He did. He gave you great work. Did. Whatever he was doing at the house was right. Because his son can play baseball. His Oh, my goodness. Trace needs all he needs is a day-to-day position. Just needs to be able to play. That's it. Because he could play. Matter of fact, he would have really helped the Dodgers in the playoffs last year. Yeah, and this year, and the Dodgers are still looking for outfielders. Of course, why not? <laughs> why are you looking for outfielders? <laughs> yeah, but man, sixty points in twenty nine minutes on I think it was on thirty one shots, thirty shots. It was pretty efficient. Vicious. I mean, vicious. Huh? He was covered. He was just dropping it. He just dropping. It. When you feel it like it is, that, you know how it is when you're feeling, feeling it. it. Yeah, feeling it. And the thing is, he can go to the rack. Yeah, he can bust you up from deep. He's got handles. The guy's jumper is just as wet as Steph Curry's. He just doesn't get the the love for it because he doesn't do the razzle dazzle with the passes and so on and, sm- and so forth. I just think that he's um, you know, he he's willing to play backseat to those guys. He is. He's willing to be the team guy. Yeah. And a lot of those guys, Steph Curry and whatnot, they want to take his shots. He got, he's got to get his shots. I don't think they want to take his shots. I don't get the feeling like that. I just, I think they all have license to shoot. Uh-huh. And I think personality-wise, 
he is fine with not necessarily with being deferring. Yeah, I think he's fine as long as they win. Right. And what you saw in the playoffs last year is that when they went down three one to the Thunder, that dude showed up. Yeah, he showed up. He was the only one. He was the only one, and, and, and he was the only one when it came time against the Cavs too. Yeah, that guy wanted to win, and he wants to win every night. Every night. How do you go from busting up the Clippers two times in a week to getting routed? I mean, crazy zooted. <laughs> he got crazy zooted. What, what, what happened to the Pacers? How does, why is there so much inconsistency in the game of basketball, and why do the guys blame it on back-to-back games? As, They've never played them before in their <laughs> life. That's mind-blowing to me. Everybody out there, don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Look, man, I ain't going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. You got to tell him like a brother. <laughs> and, and the thing is, you just flew 45 minutes up to the up to the to the bay from LA. You got ran. Now, granted, they can run you on any given night. It's not like right. I'm just talking about the concept of the back-to-back game being devastating on guys. I'm going to even go deeper than that. Go subterranean. Well, you know what? On their off time, what do those those guys do? They play, right? And smoke weed. Exactly. So it's not like they're not going to play. They go to the Drew League. They anywhere play. they can pick up a ball, they're going to play. They're going to play with no cameras. Exactly. The guys are playing. Indoors and, or and, out. And let me tell you something, man. In college, I, me and my friends played no less than four hours every day. If there was somebody to play against, we're finding you. We're going to the gym. We're going to the park. We're traveling. We're in <laughs> leagues. Where whatever it is, because I have, you have to, to come give your, it to yeah, you. Yeah, I have to teach you a lesson. And my knees are messed up now because of it, and I wouldn't change it because this is what you do when you're a competitor. But so, back to so, back, though. <laughs> yeah, back to back. You're 25 years old, and you're telling me that back to back is too much on wood, getting treatment of cryotherapy, massages, and and PRP Prolo and everything else, and you're telling me that back to back is too much for you to play. I just don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. It's ridiculous, especially when you're being paid millions. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't being paid anything. <laughs> you were paid in damage. To I your was paid in cartilage loss, <laughs> and I and I signed my contract gladly. <laughs> I, I signed on for an extension. Would you resign? I, I'd resign right now if they let me. Nice. They don't want me in the league anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've already gotten too much damage. I ain't getting brain damage. I <laughs> know yeah, you get knee damage. <laughs> knee damage. Yeah, man. Back to back nights. Get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, man. But it, you know. Anyways, back to Clay Thompson. I mean, the kid was. I, I can't say enough about this effort. And what's amazing is, is that Twitter explodes talking about Kobe Bryant. Why? Because uh, this is why. This is why I bring it up. Because everybody talked about how <sighs> Kobe. Put up sixty on fifty shots <laughs> in that last game. Ridiculous! Everybody know how, how I feel about that. That was terrible. No, how do you feel? I've been thinking. I've been, I've been wanting to ask you about how you felt. Terrible. About that. Sad. So sad. <laughs> Man, fifty shots. Are you kidding? Yeah, but but anyways, he was he was on a hundred point pace. Twenty nine minutes, dude. Are you kidding me? He had to pose. He had to go Scotty and Mike on him. Sit down. I had to sit down. This is embarrassing <laughs> to the, you guys. Put the towel over my head. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. And now he has that high score for that team. That's going to be interesting. Another thing that I thought was pretty ironic was is that Monta Ellis was the one chasing him around. And the Warriors got rid of Monta Ellis, which is what opened up Klay Thompson's window to, you know. Unfortunately, Monta Ellis is a shell of himself. 
What do you think happened to Young I Monta? I have no idea. He was unstoppable at one point. Yeah, for probably a three, four-year stretch, and then I don't know what happened. They got rid of him right on time. Wow, that this is what I say about that organization. They, you know, they they do a they do a pretty good job of of, of scouting that talent, of knowing who to go with and whatnot, because that's a that's a skill unto itself, you know. Right, but do you think that that was the coaching or the GM that saw it or what? I don't know who it is, but I know I know that whoever it is, they came to a collective agreement because this is before they got Steve Kerr. Right. I think Mark Jackson has a big role to play in this organization structure, even though he doesn't get any credit for it. Mark Jackson was a the coach there when they were organizing, you know, this powerhouse of a team and this style of basketball. And Steve Kerr kind of came and fine tuned and perfected it. But that his his fingerprints are all over that team, Mark uh, Mark Jackson. So where do you think they go from here? I mean, they go up. They got they <laughs> they they just knocked off that twelve game winning streak. Now they just started another one. And I my my stats were wrong. It was thirty three shots that he went. He went twenty one for thirty three. I mean, this is really impressive because he only hit eight threes. It's not right. like he you know he hit uh, only hit eight threes. That's, a, that's no no a, no. But what I'm saying is, it's not like it was three point heavy. That's heavy. No, I'm saying relative to as many threes. Oh. You got guys shooting 400 threes a season now. That's heavy lifting, man. <laughs> yeah, brother. This the this the, the jive turkey move, Jack. I'm laying it down with the anvil. But yeah, no, nah, this is this is this is 21 for 33. That's so efficient. That is so wet. That's wet. That's water wet. Oh, that is just straight water. Wow. Man. That's the wow. Clay Thompson, I tell you. If you could see it, my hat is off to you right now, my friend. I don't think you were wearing one. But it's off. That's okay. why. I didn't wear it today. I was. I said yesterday, I said, you I'll know what? I'll put mine on to take it I'm off. I'm going to wear a hat. And then I said, you know what? Uh, today, I'm taking my hat off to Clay Thompson. <laughs> there it is. He's a stand-up I, I, guy. I, I, I'm sorry. I had to do it. Okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, I mean, I thought that was pretty impressive. I think that now the Clippers have come back to earth, unfortunately. As I thought that they would. I looked at my magic crystal ball and said, mm, <laughs> the Clippers will come back to planet. <laughs> and they came back. Why did they go that route? Classic Clippers. How do you drop two? How do you go beat the Cavs? You have a pretty good road trip, except for you blew they it. great against the Cavs, though. And they look terrible against the Nets, but yeah. Blake didn't play, so you can give him a little bit of a pass. No. I mean, the Nets, you still got to beat the Nets. The Nets are the worst Nets. team in the league. The Dallas, I think, is the worst team in the league. You think but, worse than no. Dallas? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think the Nets are worse than Dallas. Dallas the, is just... The Nets have no... A man. Yeah. I suited up Robin for Robin Lopez, the other I night. think. I, just, I put on a mask. You <laughs> thought I was somebody else. Yeah, it was a different jersey. But yeah, no. And they, So they lost that game, but they look good on the rest of the road trip, and then... They get to Cleveland. They handle Cleveland. I mean, like, yeah, ran Cleveland. Yeah. And then you can't beat the Pacers without Paul George. And then you come home, and the Pacers give you work at home. What's, what is is? Is it a brain freeze? They do this every single year. Is it, it Doc Rivers? I mean, you know, I, you know the, always, the late, great I, Laker quick always, always preached that Doc Rivers was overrated. I, I'm with, right with him. I just don't think that, you know, Doc is, seems like a great guy, but as far as um, taking you over the top with that basketball, I don't look like he can, he can get it done. You think he needs that crazy squad, that, needs, that big three? I mean, he has a crazy squad. He's got a crazy squad. <laughs> Come on, man. You got the in, the interior, the exterior. Crazy shot blocking yeah. ability. You protect the rim. That crazy ball handler. Crazy rebounding. What? It, it, the buck stops with the coach. Wow. Mega bucks. Mega millions. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a 
I don't know, man. But I know that they they went from being fourteen and two to like sixteen and six or something <laughs> <Nice>. like that. <laughs> and that's it. And they got Golden State coming in tomorrow night. And I don't think that's what you want to see. You don't want to see that in your future. No, you don't want to see Durant that in your crystal ball. You I think KD might want to light them up. You know, it's competition. Somebody puts up sixty. Somebody else got. Oh man, up. that's what I'm saying. It's on for this year. Seventy. Come on. Right. And they all have the green light. And they all got it's only <laughs> one ball though. Uh, yeah, but they share it so well. Yeah, but then, you know, you look at the score. The score was crazy at halftime, so these guys start sitting down and resting. So it's going to be hard for anybody to put up, like, big numbers like that again if you are not that efficient. That that efficiency rate was through the roof. It was. Yeah. It really was. I mean, they had 80 points at halftime, dude. It was like an all-star game. It was like yeah, an right? exhibition game. It's terrible. And the second, second team came in and balled. Yeah, but what's up with the Pacers? How can you get ran like that? Usually back in the day, if you run somebody like that, somebody's got to get hurt. Somebody's got to get hurt. I'm not getting ran by 100. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I sorry. Go I got to do it. I gotta, I'm sorry. I got to go I'm low. Sorry. I got I to gotta low bridge you. I got to play dirty. That's just how I play. Yeah. That's how I play. That's a, That's what Charles Barkley's talking about when he's talking about not playing that girly basketball. And what can you do? Um, you know, I wanted to cover that you are a big fan, and I'm just, I'm, I just can't be more impressed. Is the Greek freak? Oh man! Although I have a hard time pronouncing his name, can you help me out? No, but that's <laughs> why we just go. I know Giannis. Yeah, we just, we, we just go on the homie G. The Greek freak is one of the best players in the league. He's one of the best players in the league. And I would the, take him and, honestly over Kevin Durant. And the Bucks gives you problems on any given night. The Bucks can get you out of there. And the only reason why the Bucks aren't better than what they should be is because of Jason Kidd. This is a classic example of a point guard running the team. <laughs> <laughs> He what wasn't running like he's need? playing. What he, and he's not playing. <laughs> he's not playing anymore. Ooh, they would be nice if he was playing. Though. You have Greg Monroe coming off the bench giving you 22 minutes. I don't need I need Greg Monroe to start. Greg Monroe is one of the most dominant big men in basketball, but he's coming off the bench. Why? Wow. Now, what What else do you think? Of the, is it is it the offensive scheme? Do you think it's just personnel? I just think that it's his coaching style that's holding him back. You, The big man is so underrated in this league nowadays, but he's still very, very effective. He's he just can't. There the is game no answer. Is designed for it's like it's like somebody who has a moving fastball. Yeah, it's like somebody who has a moving fastball and a secondary pitch. Yes, there's no answer. I can't hit him. I, I just I got I got no answer. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's no answer, but Jason Kidd's coaching style, you know, he'll take these kids, he'll put them back on the bench, uh, and after, you don't know who's going to play any given any, any given night except for the Greek Freak. Right. Jabari he, Parker's nice. Lot. I mean, come on, dude, this starting lineup, I don't know the exact starting lineup night to night, but what they should do is to definitely get Greg Monroe in there consistently to bang the boards and dominate the middle. It'll change the game around. The Greek freak is basically a point guard at 6'9", 6'10", just like the new modern era point guard, which, by the way, you see the Lakers are starting to incorporate Brandon Ingram doing that. That kid has a lot of potential. I'm not <laughs> I'm not kid, saying no. anything that nobody already doesn't know, <laughs> right. but that kid is – That kid can go. He can go. The Lakers can go, man. The Lakers are – On any given night. On any given night, they're just a one piece away. What you're not going to do is just run the Lakers out of the building. But that's Luke Walton, though. That's yeah. Luke Walton, you know, because he came in and he's doing his thing now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is doing his thing. You know who else is doing their thing? Oh. Anybody that signed up for the 5-4 Club. Man, oh man. If you want to look good this winter, maybe you want to give out a nice gift for Christmas and make it year-long, sign up your boyfriend or yourself for the 5-4 Club. Head over to 5-4Club.com. Use promo code OMAR. 
Find out what you've been missing to have personally stylized closet full of clothes. You need this. Trust us. I'm wearing 5'4 right now, and I feel good. Confidence abounds, folks. 5'4 Club. Get with it. Moving on. It's time to talk about one of my favorite topics. Which is? The Raiders. Oh, my goodness. Why? <laughs> let's, just call them 30, uh, let's just call them 30 pointers. Ah, <laughs> oh, the sweet nectar of 10-2. You know what makes it even better is that when they be able to watch you guys, the look on your face, <laughs> the first time they play the playoff games and they get handled. They're going to get handled Thursday, by the way. They might get handled Thursday. They always lose to the Chiefs in, in Kansas City, <laughs> they but they might the, not. They lost to the Chiefs at home. That's okay. The Chiefs should have lost themselves on Sunday, so I don't want to hear that nonsense. <laughs> but they didn't. Neither have the Raiders. No. What's the Chiefs' record? Oh, they're playing for first place, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but who's in first place now? Only for a few more days. Let's Only see. Let's for say a what? few more days. <laughs> a special caller has to say about it. Hey, good afternoon to the old dog. Trucker Dave, sounds like we caught you live and in the cab. How you feeling? I'm feeling jazzy. Oh, man, we're feeling good. We just we wanted to call and get your football expertise. We just started our football segment, and I just wanted to start off with the glorious Oakland Raiders sitting atop the league in first place at 10-2. and two. David Carr and his miraculous right arm made another stunning comeback. I mean, you got a sorry receiver like Crab that's out there balling, even though he dropped an easy touchdown. Amari Cooper got some. Khalil Mack was out there running, just acting a fool. I, I have to say... The defense leaves us something to be desired <laughs> because they just seem to have like mental lapses at times. But that offense is real. What's your take on the Raiders right now? Well, you know what? I watched that game. It was a great game. Really, it was a really great game. game. Uh, Buffalo uh, surprised me because they had a lead. It seemed like it started to change when LaShawn McCoy looked like he hurt his hamstring or something. Like when he went out. Yes. They had no answer for LaShawn McCoy. Nobody they didn't have does. an answer for him. They didn't have. He was so shifty, getting, Shady. A, getting to the keeping the uh, you know, getting so many first downs, and then it just seems like the Raiders just picked up momentum in about three seconds, and they just took off running. Yeah, yeah, it, that, that was it. They there was a momentum change. They got one stop on defense with uh when when Shady was trying to cut loose and they got one three and out I do believe and Derek Carr just turned it on he started marching Latavius started getting busy uh and you know I like Latavius's work on Sunday because he gave you some nice power back work it was it was like he he it's there's different ways everybody who watches football knows there's different ways that running backs can dominate a game some guys dominate a game like Shady McCoy mm-hmm. he they're pretty to watch and they're effective but then you have certain guys that are power backs like your man uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell, or guys like you know guys like like Latavius Murray, guys who are when they get going, you just get this feeling when you watch the game, like wow, there's no answer for this dude. We can't stop him, and that's what happened. And that opened up the aerial attack. And man, you open up the aerial attack for Derek Carr. That kid's got ice water in his veins, man. Wow, twenty four to nine, and you come back. That's a serious comeback. It's over on Thursday. <laughs> Is that a terrorist threat? <laughs> As great as, you know, Derek Carr has been, and he has got a good chance on winning the MVP. In my opinion, I watched the Kansas City Chiefs against Arizona, I mean, against Atlanta, and I think they're the best, the most complete team in football. I know Dallas is getting the recognition. Look at them on defense. They get Jeremy Macklin back on Thursday night. Um, they, they're getting D4 back. He's got 10 sacks. 
you got Tama Ali, you got Houston. Man, it's, it's just got, you got stars everywhere. And believe it or not, Alex Smith is starting not to play like Alex Smith. And He's playing like Alex Smith that one year play that he played in the, 40, in, with in the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Before he got hurt. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, man. I really see, I think the Kansas City Chiefs have about a 70% chance. It wouldn't surprise me it's coming out of the AFC. Wouldn't surprise me either, to be yeah. honest. I hate to say that, but the Kansas City Chiefs, you know what I'm counting on is for Andy Reid to find a way to blow <laughs> to blow it's, a good it's team. It's highly possible. Andy, Andy Reid has that unique ability to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> he, has, he has a special talent where he just, for some reason, knows how to blow a game. And I agree, their team is remarkable, even though the Falcons should have beat them. Yeah, they should have. But they executed, you know? though. They did what they were supposed to do. No, I agree. Yeah, the but the Falcons did not do what they were supposed to do. Yeah, which is kick they, the, they did, the yeah, point. That's what I was gonna say. If it, it wasn't it wasn't as much as they beat the Falcons as the Falcons beat themselves, which is a refrain that I found myself saying in the Matt Ryan era that really bothers me. I say it far too often. Yeah, but it's it's not even a Matt Ryan problem at that point. When you got the ball down there and you have Devonta Freeman who's running all over him, give him the ball. Why are you passing? You're right. You're right. You need to take the ball out of his hands because what Matt Ryan has shown you over the years and then he shrinks in big games. It's the and moment the lights are too bright for Matt Ryan. There's no two ways about it. We've seen it time and time again, whether it's fumbling a snap or just throwing a pick to somebody like it, that is obviously not on his team. It's it, every time he falls apart. You just watch it. That's why I'm so angry because that one year, Russell Wilson's rookie year, was a year that Seahawks really should have won that Super Bowl if they would have beat them. And, and Pete Carroll mismanaged the clock that game. If you remember that playoff yeah. game, yeah. they came, they went down there and they beat the Falcons down there in the dome. And and then they they tricked the game off. They had them beat, then they tricked the game off. They sure did, man. And Matty Ice, they got to take that nickname away from him because he's not Matty Ice. He's not Matty ice cold. He's not. And he's like, Matty lukewarm. Like he said, you got to take that and put the ball. I mean, everybody knows that knows about football. They, they always say put the ball in your, your, your best player's head. Unfortunately, it's not Matty Ice. So it's just I, not I Matty mean, Ice. It's just not him. And I don't even think that's unfortunate. I just feel like if they would acknowledge it, they could actually be their best version of the Falcons. But they refuse to acknowledge that he's not their best player, and they're trying to force the issue like he is. And it's it's not – he's just not. Well, he's still young, though, and he, he's putting up big numbers this year. So. He puts up big numbers every year. He might throw for 500 yards. Even I would say every season, at least one game, he throws for 400 yards every season. But you got Julio Jones out there. Come on, dude. Well, Julio Jones is, you know, he's got the turf toe problem. Still, yeah, and they're trying to downplay that. Like, yeah. it's not as big of a deal as it is. Yeah, he still gave you seven and, what, 110 yards? <laughs> I mean, that dude is, is a beast, man. But, you know, we always make these comparisons between him and Antonio Brown. I have to leave, I have to agree with T and say, you know what, I would take him over Antonio Brown. But remember this, Antonio Brown is leading the league in touchdown receptions. Leading the league in catches. His yardage is down, but you got to look at Le'Veon Bell came back. So that takes some away from his productivity when you're looking at those two guys saying who's the best. A lot of guys believe that um, Beckham's the best. Beckham has got burst of speed that's unbelievable, but he's got this crybaby thing to him that I don't understand, man. It's about the team. It's not about you. And that's the same problem that they're having with Tim Newton. 
because Cam keeps on making it about him when it's about the team. You know, it's too much about his passion, too much about all of this other stuff that's not football. Leave the team and get rid of the ball. Stop holding on to the ball because you got a great arm and you're holding on to the ball to the last second. Bam, here comes that strip sack. That's the same thing that happened to Taylor against the Raiders. Well, okay, I'll address the topic by topic. I agree with what you're saying, and then I disagree. First and foremost, business is booming. You just made my own argument because Antonio Brown is the best in the business. I don't care what anybody says. No. Julio Jones is great. There's a lot of guys that are great. When it comes down to game time, you want the ball going towards Antonio Brown because business is booming. And that dude is leading the league despite the fact that he's got a dominant running back. And and he's he's despite the fact that he deals with double coverage and he's always the focus of the defense. Julio Jones, whatever, man. This is this is. I'm trying to tell you that when you look at the consistency of him, Antonio Brown gets the job done. I'm not knocking Julio Jones. I'm just saying that if I have to choose, Antonio Brown is my guy, and he's running back punts. And so the, the guy the guy's got a lot of work for you. As far as Cam goes, I think what we're seeing there with Cam Newton is we're seeing the superstar make an undercover protest for the fact that he doesn't have the support of the league when it came to getting all of these late hits and nobody spoke out on it on his team, including his coach. He had to speak out on it himself as the MVP of the league. And then also I think it's a silent protest, uh, not a silent protest, but an undercover protest of the fact that they traded certain guys, they didn't shore up the offensive line, and now the team went from being what looked like was unbeatable last year to being a very mediocre team at best now. And I think that he doesn't necessarily know how to handle it in another way besides this kind of this this attention seeking way. I think, you know, it's a cry for help in a certain way. I don't I, I think I don't think it's the right thing to do, but I think that you're seeing the deconstruction of Cam Newton right now, which is going to lead to the league paying next year. That's what I think. I think Cam Newton is gonna come back and be Cam Newton next year and you guys gonna be hell to pay. He's gonna punish people. Well, first you gotta give him an offensive line. You have to give him a couple more receivers. You got Ted drop it again out there. <laughs> you got Calvin uh you got Benjamin who's not getting separation at this point, probably still not completely recovered from his injury. And you have a mediocre running back in Jonathan Stewart. You have an above average tight end, and that's what he has. He he's never really had a complete team around him. And Even Greg last Olsen year. He dropped that big, big pass yeah. uh, against the Raiders that would have beat the Raiders, to be honest. You know what they should do? They should go and draft that running back out of LSU. Yeah. And within the within the first ten picks, and then you show up your line also, and then you know you build it from there. I think you need to get rid of Ron Rivera, man. I mean, Ron Rivera—he—he—he—he's he, 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 fool's gold, man. I mean, I don't believe in Ron Rivera. You can look at his face on the sideline. <laughs> he's looking—he's looking like he's going to crack at any minute. But I will give a pass to Andy Reid. I think that Andy Reid can get his stuff together, man. I don't even think Andy Reid can blow it this year. I mean, I can't, even, <laughs> I can't see the Raiders beating them. Uh, I, can, I, I can't. Any, I, it's hard for me to see. But if you watch football, the way that Kansas City and Dallas are playing, those two teams are playing the best football right now. Everybody said Dallas is suspect on defense. Yeah, but you can be suspect on defense when you're not on the field that long. You see, it's I think it's like five yards. I mean, what is Zeke averaging? Like 6.2 yards a, a carry? Something ridiculous, man. I mean, it's unbelievable what Dallas is doing, and they're controlling the line of scrimmage. They're controlling the clock, 
and even with the rookie, they got a chance to go to the show. You can't get to the rookie because the line is so fabulous. I feel like that the Falcons can beat them. I, I I still stand by that because they're basically neither one of them have defense, and it's going to be a shootout. And I have to go with the team who has the most offense, and the Falcons have the most offense. Until Matt Ryan decides that he's going to throw a pick, he can, he's going to throw a pick, but it doesn't matter. So is so is D- um, Dak because you're going to put him in a situation where he's going to be one dimensional. I don't believe it. I, I'm rocking with the Cowboys in that game. I just don't believe I like in the, the Falcons. Cow- yeah. But I know I understand what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I think it's completely valid. I just don't believe. And truth be told, I don't think either one of them teams want to see Seattle. Yeah. Well, Earl Thomas got hurt. That's big. That's huge. That's huge. That's huge. But, you know, Russell will find a way yes. to get this. When it's time to light, for the lights to come on. They're be <laughs> the lights are never too bright for that young man. They're never too bright, but they are too bright for um, for Matt Ryan. I'm sorry to say that. And <laughs> he's just, I mean, history has shown us that he's not Matty Ice. I don't know who he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I want to know something. I want to get your take on these New England Patriots because speaking of big losses – I don't see how you win. I don't see how you get all the way through the playoffs without Rob Gronkowski. I don't know if it's a whole, to me, a Rob Gronkowski thing. Because let me let you in on this. On Sunday, they brought out the whole, the 2001 team that won with a bunch of no names. And if anybody can win with a bunch of no names, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady can win with a bunch of no names, but the problem with them is they don't have anything on defense. You can't get a pass rush. Um... You're on the offense. What I would do, I would trick everybody if I were them. I would just get into the playoffs and I would just run the game run like 30 times. So yeah. show me that you can stop them. Then I'll go with play action pass. That right there might get you out of the AFC because then you can shorten the game. You know, people are looking at, I mean, LeGarrette Blunt is almost at 1,000 yards right now. So in New England, that's equivalent to like 2,000 yards. They never have a 1,000-yard running back. I mean, so he's going to finish with about 12 or 1,300 yards. He's leading the league, or even over Ezekiel Elliott with his offensive line. Yeah. He's got one touchdown in him. So I would just completely switch and just go with a power running game, open up play-action pass, hit Dennis, hit Edelman, and just do it like that. And you would have a better chance of putting all that pressure on Tom Brady and their defense, which is custom. Well, another thing about New England as well is that they won without Rob Gronkowski and and Tom Brady when when Tom Brady was um suspended. Yeah, but that's, that's not the I'm, playoffs. But in the playoffs, I, I would lean on Legarrette Blunt. Show me that you can stop him, and then I got Deion Lewis coming out of the backfield. So we lost Gronk. We do got Bennett, and we do got Deion Lewis. They never really had that when they lost Gronk before. And James so White. That, yeah, that's kind of a substitute. So I would just go with a heavy running game if I were them because you're suspect on defense. Very suspect on defense and the offense. I mean, when you watch the big games, you see Brady go to Gronk, and it's just like it's like poetry in motion. These it two is. dudes, and I think that that's a very big loss because he requires so much attention from the defense. I honestly feel like he should retire. He can't stay healthy. Yeah, what is this? His second back surgery. We lose. We, there you go. Oh, we thought we lost you for a sec. What'd you say now? I said he said he told Adam Schefter that he's not retirement is not in the plan. Football players, just like baseball players, would really pay for pay for free if they could. So um, everybody except for basketball players <laughs> who act like it's a real problem to play on back to back nights despite crazy salaries. Oh, I know, man. Because you know what? They got a family to 
<laughs> Can't feed him with 20 million a month. Oh, man. Gotta love it. Well, Trucker Dave, we love you and we love that you're out and about. Where are you in this great country of America right now? I'm crossing between Texas and Louisiana. Okay, you are out there doing it. Right. What are you on, I-10? I'm on I-10 going east, and the weather's clear. Just came from North Dakota. Ooh. Don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I hope you got your gloves, Trucker Dave. Thank you. Be careful out there on the roads, and uh, thank you for just for representing the United States of America. There you go. Peace. Be safe. Whew. Julio Jones, 1,253 receiving yards. Monster. Five touchdowns. That's the only way where Antonio Brown has him. That's the place where he's got him. <laughs> and that's a big place. Yeah. But I hear what you're saying. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that it's leaps and bounds. I'm just saying that I'll take come over to the Julio Jones. I can't do. Let I Julio can't. get the stretch. I can't Julio, get, get, get the, the stretch. Hollywood, <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I, I don't know. I, dude, I don't know. <laughs> oh, we're moving on. Moving on. Got a lot to talk about with the hot stove of Major League Baseball. Man. Do it's, you see what is going down right now in Beantown? Can you believe that? They aren't messing around in Boston, man. They're trying to tighten it up and get back there and get them another ring. <laughs> they want to get back. They want to get back. The breaking news is, is that Chris Sale is going to Boston. Chris Sale, for people who don't know, has one of the most dominant pitchers in baseball over the past five years. I mean, top five. Definitely in the American League. He's the most dominant in the American League in the last five years. I agree. I agree. I, I don't know who's more dominant than him it, no, you the know, in the American so. League. Yeah. Truth be told, I if he, he was a... in the National League, I think that he would rival Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. I be really believe close. that. It'd be pretty close. Because he gives you 30 starts a year, 25, 30 starts a year. The only problem that he would have is that he couldn't hold runners. And you run in the National League. And you know what, though? Relatively, nobody runs. It's not You got to get no, on base to run. Yeah, and, but, and that dude has given up. Chris Hale's given you eight or nine almost every outing. And he's and he's he's only given up two runs pretty much. Two or three his, runs. His max. ERA is, I think, the past five years is 3.05. So that's incredible. Because that incredible. he just came up. You know what I mean? Like, he came up dealing. Yeah. Uh, and he strikes guys out. Yeah, but being in the Kershaw level is he's all that's, 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 that's the he's Twilight next. Zone, dude. It that's is, it is. Zone. But at the same time, Chris Sale's numbers indicate that he has that kind of you he know, does. He has I, that kind I of love potential. Chris Sale. Yeah, yeah, he's a big deal. And what this is saying from the Boston Red Sox and Dave Dombrowski is they're saying, you know what? We had a crazy season last season, a great season, great farewell season for David Ortiz. And when we got to the playoffs, we did not have one stopper. We didn't have one playoff pitcher that we would say, even though Rick Porcello won the Cy Young, we didn't have one dude that we could say, you know what, this guy is going to shut the door and we're going to win this game on his back. They didn't have one guy for that. No. Not I David Price, not Rick Porcello, not anybody else that I can't remember. Who else were their starters? David Price, Rick Porcello. Clay Buckholz. Clay Buckholz fell. I was really surprised because he had pitched well. Uh, and then he gave you the clay buckle. It's a classic. They everybody classic falls clay. back into their patterns. I mean, that's what the beauty of the long baseball season is. <laughs> yeah, you is can't that be, you're, you're gonna do your numbers. Yeah, you're gonna do your numbers. You can't be it's disappointed. It's an average. Yeah, Rick Porcello played over his head, which was nice. But he really didn't play. Game winner. Yeah, and he's young. He was young when they, uh, Detroit brought him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was and 19, I, and maybe I think 20. He's gonna, I think he's gonna be dominant for a good stretch. Now. Yeah, he should be. 
But now you're talking about him. Uh, you, you got Chris Sale. I, they're showing pictures of a very lean Pablo Sandoval. Yeah. By the way, yeah, because he didn't want to eat himself out the league. He's he ate figured. himself out of one year. Yeah, and and now uh, he's he's he looks like he's ready to start being the starting third baseman because they also picked up Thornburg from the Milwaukee Brewers for Travis Shaw, which lets everybody know, hey, we're planning on starting Pablo Sandoval at third base. Right, especially since they got rid of that kid in the trade. They Moncada. got rid of Shaw and Moncada. Yeah, Moncada. And that's a big deal yeah. because at, for a long time, Moncada was like the untouchable prospect. Right, and Mon- uh, Shaw was keeping it warm for Moncada. Yeah, yeah, and instead they were all keeping it warm for Kung Fu Panda. Right. Uh, He's a big-time player. Oh, man. Dude, I mean, if you can get his mind right. If you get Panda's mind right, as he showed for the San Francisco Giants, you're, you're he can get you ringed up. But what about the White Sox? What does that show us about the White Sox? Exactly what it's always shown us about the White Sox, that they're losers. And that they need to get rid of Kenny Williams, huh? And Robin Ventura, yeah. who I think retired, didn't he? Or did he Did he step down? I think he stepped down. Yeah, he he realized what time it was. It was over. He was over his head. Yeah. And, I mean, I had a feeling Chris Sale was going to leave at the beginning of the season when everything broke out about that jersey situation. Yeah. He was like, hey, man, my jersey isn't comfortable. And well, that, I don't want to wear this jersey. Game. That wasn't. I I felt like that with Adam LaRoche, and then it's, and Adam LaRoche's son when he retired. Uh-huh, and then it snow balled into something else with him and Kenny Williams got into something else, and yeah. then it turned into the the, the jersey, jersey thing. Yeah. So if Clayton Kershaw came out and said, "Hey, you know what? I, I don't like the throwback like the, jersey. Yeah. Guess what? The Dodgers won't wear. They won't wear the throwback jersey. At least so not on the day that he pitches. Yeah, they'll come out with something else. Yeah, they'll have a future jersey. It'll be a tank top. And that just turns into a pissing contest, you know. Yeah. It's basically a power struggle. And now he's in Boston. Where he's going to have the power. <laughs> and, and he has the power in his left arm, which is why yes. he's in Boston. Yes. And in, I don't get the feeling that Chris Sale's a guy that just needs to flex his power. I don't get the feeling no. that he, you know, that was like, it, that was his intent. No. I just think that a guy like Kenny Williams doesn't want to give in to any of the players he wants to, you know. I don't know who, if he's still the GM or if he moved up now. Um, Hopefully he moved out. <laughs> you talking about because at one point that I just read the other day that they're talking about trading Dariel. You can't get rid of Abreu. Talking about trading him to the Rockies. And did Todd Frazier put- go yet? Because they were talking about Todd Frazier getting out of there too. Well, Todd, the Dodgers are trying to get Todd Frazier. Down goes Frazier. Hmm. Yeah. Trying to get Todd Frazier. Then the, the Dodgers are trying to make some moves. They just re-signed your boy Rich Hill. Yeah. Now, what do you feel about that? I, I I mean th- I really don't believe in Rich Hill like that. I felt like I, he, that's a big contract. Yeah, I, I, he he's nice, but you have a bunch of young kids that you still can get up, bring up and give an opportunity. You see that the the whole league is going to a youth movement, and they're going lefty dominant old movement. With, uh, <laughs> yes, with but I got to get. I I really hope Urias is in the uh, is in the starting rotation come spring training. Yeah. Uh, I need Urias up there, but then that puts you in a position where you got three starting lefties. Yeah, I need Jose De Leon to start. Yeah, and he's a, he has the potential to be a stud. Sure does, but I mean, what can you say? I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I have to do it. I have to do. It. I have to sign Rich Hill. Rich Hill for forty eight million. Wow, that is a lot of money for one year. Some serious cheddar right there. That is some serious cheese. Wow, unbelievable. Back to the Red Sox, you saw Big Poppy sent his full endorsement to Edwin Encarnacion, <laughs> which I thought was awesome. Yeah. I think this is what guys, this is what veteran guys should do, you know? But they're acting like they're not that serious about Edwin, though. No, no, they are. They're playing coy. But, but, and maybe that's because they like what they see in Pablo Sandoval. But, uh, but you got to replace David Ortiz. And that is the yeah. big, big, big shoes to replace. Those are some big shoes. Yeah, and you can't replace a guy like that. 
No, you can't replace him. It's not well, like Although Edwin Encarnacion won't be that far off. Edwin Encarnacion's numbers are bonkers. <laughs> you just have to see if he can do it in the in the clutch. Which he's shown you he has. Why do you think he can't do it in the clutch? Because you're being Beantown. You're not in Toronto anymore. I don't know, man. I think that yeah. what he has translates. I think that when you play clutch in the playoffs, because he played long ball in the playoffs for yeah. the last couple of years, he's not playing around. And he plays the game every day. He's not like a – not any knock on him, but he's not like Joey Bats. Joey Bats a little bit older, and he's, you know, he's not playing all the time. He gets hurt. He's This dude is playing every day. Well, some of these guys, but the money that they're asking is so far off. I mean, look at Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Look at Bryce Harper. $400 million? And now, do you think that that's a real number? Do you think that they just somebody just lobbed that out there to to cause confusion? I think that's something that Bryce Harper probably threw around himself because he really feels. Do you feels, think it's Scott Boris who threw it around? Well, he probably spoke to Bryce Harper and, and decided to throw it around because Bryce Harper really feels himself. Yeah, and and if you look at his numbers, last I, year was terrible, but overall, you know, I he's not worth four hundred million dollars. I need somebody to get a four hundred million. Let me tell you guys that I would pay still even now. Excuse me. That are that I would pay before I paid Bryce Harper. Who uh, are they? I have to pay Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> I, give it to I, me. I have to give Miguel Cabrera his dough. Give me my dough. <laughs> he needs he needs his money, man. And and I, I would not pay Albert Pujols again. <laughs> you <laughs> sure? Got He's only twenty five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a, that's what the birth certificate says. Truth be told, I would pay Edwin Encarnacion for four years before I paid Bryce Harper for ten years. Yeah. These long-term contracts don't work out the right way. Forty million dollars a year is what Bryce but, Harper's looking look for. Somebody, even though, even though it's not it's, that far fetched, it, it's all relative. Yeah, because you're talking about Clayton Kershaw, who obviously is the best pitcher of the generation, getting thirty-two a year to play every five days. Right. Bryce so Harper is going to play every day. But let me tell you who the number one guy, Randy Piper, that I would pay over paying him. Who? Manny Machado. Yes. Because I'm and not. I'm Nolan not. Arenado. And. Maybe even over Manny Machado, realistically. <laughs> right. Nolan Arenado's numbers are crazy, and not not just like Colorado crazy. Right. And also his build is crazy. Like he's a stud. Yes. That guy is a and horse. He's crazy young. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Harper. Yes. I just I don't you know I'm all for I think that with the new CBA uh, there's a lot of great stuff that's happening, and yeah. it seems like it's more leaning towards how basketball is with like a revenue sharing league, but at the same time. What happens when a guy signs that deal and gets hurt, can't perform? Come on, man. A la Josh Hamilton. A la Josh Hamilton. Come on, four hundred million dollars. That's a you have to really. But he's so young. I mean, honestly, it sounds crazy, but he's probably worth it. Well, at relative, point, because you know why? In ten years, that four hundred <laughs> won't seem crazy. Exactly. That's what it's about. It, exactly. You know, and somebody will pay him. Probably somebody's going to pay him. The Yankees have the dough to pay him, and he will act a fool in Yankee Stadium. Yes, and he will fill the seats. He will fill the seats. I mean, in them pinstripes. Yeah, and he's but he will have to shave. <laughs> Ooh, exactly. exactly. I don't know. The Yankees change. They they make the Yankees adjustments. Don't change. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> the Yankees. I don't mean, change. This, we're talking ten years from now, maybe. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Hundred, so. hundred years of tradition. Doesn't matter. I sure hope Dexter Fowler gets his dough, man. He's, yeah, he's because he, he that's somebody who does deserve to get paid. Showed up big time. What leadoff bomb game, game seven, seven of the World Series? Yeah, it doesn't get bigger than that. Dead center too. That's like a that's a statement bomb. It's that's a, a Derek Jeter type move. Like we're here, we're here, and I'm, I'm real. I'm here to play game seven, and I'm real, I'm, and I'm real. I don't even know what the rest of the dudes gonna do. <laughs> but I'm what real. I can tell you is, is it, I, I'm here. You don't want to see me. That that was and then made played some crazy defense. 
That's what you do. Big time ball player. Dexter That's what you Fowler, do. Man. You show Forget up. You show up. That's why he's there. And thing is, he would do that for free. He would do that if he was playing on Sunday. He's got respect for his and game. Saturday. Just got respect for himself and his game and the game. Got yeah, but for the game. Now, where is he as far as getting his cheese? I don't know. People, he's got a lot of interest. It just doesn't seem like anybody wants to pull the trigger. This it's is still, terrible. It's still early, though. It's still I, early it, in the winter meeting. For me, I got to snap up a guy like him ASAP. I can't play around. No, I, I need you're Dexter talking about being my, solid up the middle. Yeah, and I need him on my roster. And I need him on my roster. He's a proven product. He's got a ring now, and he performed in a big time situation, not just in the World Series, but in Game Seven of the World Series. To he performed the to get you to Game Seven. Yeah. He beat Clayton Kershaw almost single-handedly yes. in that game uh, five yes. or whatever. Was that game five? Game seven of that series. Game seven. It was game, game, game five. Game five. Game six. Game six. It was it was back in Wrigley. Yeah, it sure was. Game six. Game six. Yeah. And he, you know, what do you want from Dexter Valley? He can't show you anymore. And he it. literally showed his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he went butt ass. <laughs> what you wanted to do. He balled Cover out. Cover up. Cover up, there, Dexter. That's all. You, you're, you're an animal. Um, yeah. And then you, I, I like what Araldis Chapman said. Because that's what who it's heating up for. And I also like the fact that the San Francisco Giants are actually interested in their bullpen. <laughs> you can knock them up, man. They're, they're ready to go. They are ready to go. I mean, you're Melanson? Melanson shuts the door. You're talking about an above-average closer, and they haven't had a closer in, what, three or four years? Yeah, and and their team was together other than the bullpen. They would have went to the um, to the World Series. If they had Melanson, they go to the World yeah. Series this year. Yeah. Johnny Cueto, Mad Bum, Mike Moore. And Melanson. And they're talking about trying to get Kutch. This is the guy that nobody talks about that will change every team that he can go to. Yeah, he had a bad and, year and last you know year, and they're and, acting and, like he's too old. And and I think that actually this is maybe what's messing up Dexter Fowler's situation. Because maybe. the GMs in baseball actually are very sharp. Yes. And they know that they're gonna they're looking for a discount on Kutch right now. Right. Who doesn't want to give up a discount as he shouldn't. Because Kutch Shady was well, like the you know best what? player in the game, but he's not a free agent though. This is the thing, and what they're yeah, it's a trade, and, right? Uh-huh. And what Pittsburgh is trying to do is to get a you know a plethora of young talent to, yeah. for him, and I don't blame him. Yeah, because he had one bad year, but that guy is a five tool player. They don't five grow on tooler. trees. Five tooler. They don't grow on trees. So you're going to get an above average center fielder, a guy who can hit for average, and hit for power. You're talking about you somebody. can put him anywhere in the lineup. He would help out Bryce Harper so much just by being in that lineup because they would have a right-handed power hitter that Man. they need to to back him up because he's shown that he can't produce by himself. He'd help Zimmerman. He'd help Howard. Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Howard Harper. Sorry, not Howard. Yeah. He definitely. I mean, Daniel Murphy can produce. Daniel Murphy showed he can produce no matter. Then that can, guy can reproduce exactly, man. <laughs> he's replenished the earth. <laughs> he has been. He's gone forth and been fruitful. He multiplies. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 that that Nationals. I, I'm really surprised because the way that it all sounded like was that Chris Sale was going to go to the Nationals. Right. And I'm surprised that it didn't shake out that way. And now the Nationals are probably going to get Kutch because that's the whole thing was that they were trying to get Sale over Kutch. They, right. They couldn't get both. They were trying to play Right, it. because of the trade element right. of what, what they had to give up. Right. Man, those winter meetings are probably going Ooh, down. Hot stove. It's a hot out there in Arizona. Wow. Dude, where are the Gilbert freaking Chandler? <laughs> What's going on? It's hot wherever they are. Ah, oh, man, baseball. We're somewhere only a few months away. I'm so excited. Man, yeah. And so you they're think talking the about Chapman. Get- what I like about what they're saying about Chapman is, what I like that Chapman said is, he said, yeah, I. they're talking this $100 million number. I never said that. I just said I want a six-year deal. I think that when a guy is when a guy deserves something, he doesn't have to demand it. Wow. And that's <laughs> you, a nice quote. It is a nice quote. This could end the ozone, this guy. He could be Confucius. Yes. Because realistically, he does deserve his dough. What else do you want from him? Yeah. 
Except for the not walk guys. <laughs> and quit throwing breaking balls. Yeah, throw your cheese, man. But I can't say nothing. He shut my mouth because he got his ring. And he was the key reason down 3-1 that they came back. Yeah. And he, he bit the bullet. He did not give you the NBA. He did not care about playing back-to-back nights. He was A-OK with that. You recognize that all the pitchers, they were all on board with coming back night after night. I mean, come on, man. Come night on, after man. That, my arm hurts way more than you running down back and forth on that court. Yeah. It does. It does. You can, I don't know. That, it depends on how bad your knees are. But, I mean, Jake Arriata straight said after game six, I'm ready Am I, I'm ready tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, he said after, I think it was five or six, he was like, game John seven. Lester, like, too. I'm, yeah, I'm ready tomorrow. I'm ready to go. Yeah, man, this is the game is unbelievable. The game don't wait. Well, you got anything else to sum up here on this uh, lively edition of the Ozone? What about your boy Jeff Fisher? Oh, side note. What about back to baseball? <coughs> what about something that I know that should make you happy is that they're saying the All-Star game no longer. That's beautiful. It's going to determine the mm-hmm. World Series home field advantage. That was ridiculous. Yeah, that was it almost cost ridiculous. the Cubbies. It almost cost the Cubbies, especially since they wanted to fill the team up with their players. Yeah. Yeah. You get, that should have never been on the table. And it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, but this thing with Jeff Fisher is ridiculous. With, I mean, with Eric Dickerson? Not just Eric Dickerson. They just gave him a, a new oh, contract. Oh, the, the, the extension? Why are they doing this to L.A.? <laughs> what did L.A. do to deserve this? This is not cool. Well, they're going to find out because what L.A. is not going to do is keep coming out to support a loser. Yeah. And next thing you know, the games are going to be blacklisted on... Uh, on You're not going to get 100,000 people go out there and sit and watch... <laughs> blacklisted. They, they, <laughs> the games are communist! <laughs> a little McCarthyism going on here, Bob. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, the games will be blacked out. I'm sorry, what were you saying? You no, know, people... You're not going to get 100,000 people in there to go and support a loser. I mean... You're just not. Not in the City of Angels. We got too much to do. They're not prepared. They go they go everywhere. Every game that they play, they, they don't look prepared. The kid doesn't look bad. He's not getting any help. The receivers are dropping passes. There's a lot of penalties. Defense doesn't even look good. And Jeff Fisher is not a team player because if he was, he would step down. It's all him. It, it is him. I don't know about him, him stepping down, but he's got to do something to unify the team because at this point, again, it's all about him and it's not about any sort of unification. It it is it's it's, it's an ego it's him, thing, but it's him though because what is he five games away from being the losing its coach in history? Really? Yes, it's something crazy. It's ridiculous. Wow. And the Rams good. Uh, let's sign him up. Come on, dude. Be for real. Wow. Wow. And I, jeez, <laughs> going back to, going back to the NFL. The uh, the 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 thing that I do want to cover is this terrible shooting of Joe McKnight yeah, down in Louisiana. Terrible. I mean, I, you know, the details seem a little bit murky. The eyewitnesses have come out and made it uh, pretty clear that it seemed like this this uh, man, Robert Glasser, seemed like there was a road rage incident, and then he busted off and killed a young man. And now they, I think due to public outrage, they, they finally arrested him, and he's actually in jail now. And he actually, uh, it, it was kind of crazy. He, he has priors of, you know, doing the same thing in the same intersection. Well, not the same thing, but he got in a fist fight, I guess. Yeah, but, but you know. Each one of the dudes will cut everybody off and then. Flips people off. Flips people off. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, the kid, you know, is aggressive, gets out the car and just wants to put him back in check. And the dude just lets him off. Come on, man. And that's a carry state, so. Yeah. It's a, this is, you know, this is, it's just got to stop. It's just got to stop. 
we're all of the same race, people, the human race. And if we don't see it, we're never, ever going to be able to move forward and live in any kind of harmony. I mean, I know absolute harmony in a Zen-like place is a, is a far-fetched idea, but common respect is something that we can all give one another. The idea that someone will lose their life behind getting cut off in traffic or, you know, this is the second time we've seen this now this year for notable people from the NFL. Mm -hmm. Who knows how many times it's happened just from regular Joes because you don't hear about that on the news as much. Um, but but this is the second time you saw Big Will Smith got checked out behind something like this yep. with a, a, a situation where there was some alcohol involved and some weapons involved. And now you're looking at, at this brother Joe McKnight. Man, this is a uh, it's just unnecessary is the thing. You know, it's a it's this is a this isn't something that you have to to do. Sometimes you do need to be the bigger person. And I'm not always the bigger person myself. Because I, I in, get indulged in some road rage from time to time. I don't know, dude. You're six 6'6". I'm usually the bigger person <laughs> unless I run into Shaquille. <laughs> then he's the bigger person. Uh, but by and large, you know, this is just we, we got to do better. We have to do better. We have to demand better of, of each other. And the only way that we can demand better of each other is to demand better of ourselves. Again, folks, we'd like to hear from you. If you have your own take on some of the things that we say or some hot topics in sports, give us a call. It's 424-254-9663. That's 424-254-ZONE. That's it. And with that, I want to leave you guys with a lovely quote that is pretty relevant. And it is, if you are patient in one moment of anger, you will escape a hundred days of sorrow. I'm your host, Omar Miller, folks. This has been a lovely edition of The Ozone.